Roxo Media House. From the Flying Tea Club Studios at Roxo Media House, a special Thanksgiving edition of Frogs Today. An exclusive conversation with former TCU quarterback Trayvon Boykin. Plus an in-depth look at Iowa State with our panel of experts. Here's your host, the voice of the TCU Horn Frogs, Brian Estridge. Welcome into Frogs today on the Friday edition, our football intensive Friday. It's Iowa State week for TCU as they get set for the Cyclones coming up at 3 o'clock on Saturday at Amon G. Carter Stadium. We welcome you into the Flying T-Club Studios. We've got a busy day today, folks, with a big namer off the top. Trevon Boykin joins us right now. Trey, thank good to see you, Thank man. you, thank you, thank you, thank you, brother. You look good. Thank you. I, I told I you when good. you walked in, I said, yeah. your face looks good, man. Yeah, I feel good. You look yeah. like you're in a good place. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am, I am. The, uh, we haven't talked to you in a while. Been right. a long time. Been a, been a, been a good minute. It's been a good minute. Been a good minute. Uh, it's been a good minute. Good to have you back in the studio. You, I want to dive sorry. into a couple of things. Let's talk football first. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Iowa State, you were 3-0 and against the Cyclones. Right, right, right. Uh, to me, the greatest story about the matchups with Iowa State was the time that you spent with young Abby Faber. Mm -hmm. uh, that got a lot of attention, and it was genuine. You remember yeah. that back in the day? I think I think the best thing that came out of that is, like you said, it was genuine, but um, I wasn't looking for anything in return. Right. Like, um, I love kids. That's one thing. I have a daughter, so I love kids. Right. And when I seen her there, I didn't take it any different from any other child. Like, hey, she loves football. She this is She's out here. And um, I didn't think it was going to be as big as it was, though. Right. That's one thing for sure. I did not think it was going to be as big as it was, but it turned out to be a blessing for not just her, for me too. Though. Yeah, I'm sure the return to you was just as right. was was just as good. Right. What stands out of those Iowa State games for you? Other than that, let's talk the football side um, of things. I would say the intensity. Yeah, I would say the intensity. I would I would say, man, either whether it's in Fort Worth or whether it's in Iowa, you're going to get a team that's going to play 110 percent every time. I mean, TCU's the same way, so. Yeah. Um, I think that was the main thing I, I, I kind of got out of those games was like, we're going to fight hard nose to the end. Even both teams could not have as good as record, but we're going to give you a great game every week. Yeah, and they were great games in that yeah. series. You, you, you said you didn't realize you were 3-0 and against them. No, I didn't. Yeah. I did not. You, did you knew not. they were battles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you, uh, you ended up going 3-0 and against them. When, when you think back on your career here at mm -hmm. TCU football, what, 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 what comes to mind? What, what do you think of that time? Um, I love the experience. I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Um, some of the best four and a half years of my life changed not just mine, but my families and other people's families and great people, great experiences to look back on as far as football and 
what we've done, and we can continue to show those moments each and every day. Yeah, and and do you do you look back on it? What people don't realize is when you got on campus, you were seventeen. Seventeen. You were you were a, you were a young man. Here. Yeah. Uh, and and you've grown and you've matured, and we've talked about that, and we'll spend some time mm-hmm. on it. Uh, but did, at the time. Did you know what you were going through? Did you did you enjoy the experience? I I did not know how big it was until maybe my senior year. Yeah. And the reason I say it is because I've always been one of those just like part of the guys. I'm part of the group, part of the guys. And I never looked at myself as any different from guys like Aaron Green or right. BJ or Josh. I never looked at any different from anybody. So. Um, out there playing on the field, we just had fun. That yeah. was the best part about it. We didn't look at no record. We didn't look at points. We just wanted to go out there and really just try to do our best each and every week. Yeah. I, I think back on that 2014 season. Man. That may have been the best team at TCU. Yeah. Up until what we're seeing Up this until year. what we're seeing now. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, you think back on it. I mean, that was that was a team that was loaded with talent. Yeah. What you did in the bowl game against Ole Miss. Yeah. I mean, that had to be one of the great teams that you were playing. Um, one of one of the best teams, and, and and the thing about that was the camaraderie, right? Yeah. The same group of guys that was on the team when we went four and eight the year before were the same group of guys that was on the team when we went twelve and one. Yeah. So um, it was just us putting our head down, believing in what P was saying, believing in what Meacham and Cumby were saying each and every day, as far as trying to be elite and getting over there. It didn't matter who we were playing, right? right? We didn't care who lined up in front of us. You could have been an NFL team. We were gonna try to read our keys and do what we do. I wanted you on this week because of where this team is right now. Mm-hmm. You experienced it. You yeah. lived it to where you knew the college football playoff was ahead of you or what was right. at the time. This team right now, with an opportunity to go 12-0 and if they win mm-hmm. on Saturday, in your mind, does this team get into the college football playoff? I see no way they don't. I mean, resume speaks for itself. I, I mean, if you were my honest opinion, yeah. I think – I think from, like I, I said when I first came in here, from past trauma, from what we went through in 14 and 15 mm-hmm. with the playoffs and seeing what they're doing now, you have to let those guys in. Right. You have to. Yeah. And you talked about the resume. Yeah. I mean, when, when he hears some of the pundits talk about the fact, oh, TCU hasn't played anyone. Yeah. Or, man, you, you, you can refute that pretty easily. Yeah. You, we, we can get to the nitty-gritty of it if you really yeah. want to, but – I mean, you can only play who they line up in front of you. Right. Right? Same thing that goes for the number one team that goes always to whoever. You can only play who they line up in front of you. So just continue to to maybe strengthen the schedule as far as non-conference games. Yeah. I don't really know. I, I don't really try to get too deep into it because, like I said, if, if TCU goes undefeated and win the Big 12, there's no way they shouldn't get in. I'm with you. Do you like the system? You, you, you get to see what Max I love. I love I talk to Max, too. I'm like, man, like, Max, look, I'm telling you what I seen when I played, yeah. right? And you can kind of see it the same way. And, and you got you got Johnson on the outside. Like, I had Dyson on right, the outside. Right. So, I mean. Got just, good running just back. You had good running you had back. So, others, it's just yeah. like, look, man, just use everybody, right? Yeah. Be the vessel. Don't don't try to make the play every time. And so far, he's doing it. Right. So, I, so but what do you think of the system? You like the system? I like the system because what we didn't do more was run the ball, right? right? They have great running backs. Maybe yeah. better running backs than what we had. And right. so. Just keep feeding those guys and lean on them, and you don't really have to put all that pressure on yourself. Yeah, that makes a big difference, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, huge difference. Yeah, a huge difference. And the way this league is right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and the defenses that they're seeing. I mean, you think about a weekend and week out, they, they play, they're they going to see it again tomorrow right. at Iowa State, right. another tough defense. Yeah. Yet you find a way to overcome it, man. Yeah, and, and I think you look back at last week, right? Mm-hmm. 
that last 17 seconds really explains the whole entire season, yes. right? When you look at it, it's just like, okay, TCU has found a way to win yes. every game. And yes. regardless, it is hard. Yeah. Regardless of how we put it, it's hard. I don't even think we didn't do it. Right. Um, I, I don't think a team previous before, I mean, Andy and them did. I yeah. mean, but I look at them and, like yeah. I said with them, camaraderie. Those yeah. guys were for, together forever. They, they, they were forever. All right, we'll go back in time. We'll go back to uh, Mesquite. Let's go back to, to the high school days. You want to fly back? Now, huh? We're gonna go way, way back. Yeah, in the in the uh, back in time machine. Uh, I want to refresh folks' memory. Coming mm -hmm. out of high school, how many offers? Where could you have gone? What did that look like at the time? Um, coming out of high school, I was going to camp. I was 13 when I started my first game on varsity. Right. Right. I'm going to camps at like Arkansas, TCU as a sophomore. Right. Yeah. I'm just trying to get my name out there. And so by the time senior year rolled around, summer, um, I had two offers, which was UTEP and TCU. And yeah. so um, my head coach had came up here to TCU during the spring a few times from West Mesquite, which was right. Mike Overton. But we came up here a few times and watched the spring. Uh, so that's how I knew who Andy was before. Yes. All that. That's how I knew who Casey was and um, TJ Johnson and yep. all those guys. So I knew who those were before I even came to TCU. And would have been right up the street, me being from Dallas, coming right here to Fort Worth. Uh, easy commute for the family, obviously. But um, yeah, two offers coming out of high school, and I, it was between Fort Worth and El Paso. So, <laughs> right. so you said I'm I was out in Fort Worth. <laughs> I'm I mean, look, but now nah, it, it was it was a great, it was the best decision and the right decision. Sure, so. it, it, you end up coming here, and I remember the relationship that you had with Sonny Cumbie. Yeah. Um, Still to this day, I talked to Cumbie a few weeks ago. I mean, that was that was a special relationship, was yeah. it not? I mean, he was as much a father figure as a coach, right? Most definitely. Yeah. And and he, when Cumbie first came to TCU, we went to we went to dinner, right? Yeah. He first comes to TCU and he tells me, "Look, Trey, I've, I've watched film on you from from the previous years, and we understand whatever been going on with the struggles on offense. But look, I believe that you can be the guy, regardless of who we bring in or who transfers. I believe that you can be the guy. And when he told me that. I took it and ran with it. I mean, yeah. he just kind of really put that confidence in me. And then we went through the spring, went through the fall. We did everything together. And I'm, I'm putting in the work. And when, when it came time to perform, it really just happened. Yeah. And it, it, was, it wasn't no looking back after that. And you think about the success that you had. Yeah. I, I mean, Trey, let's be honest. I mean, you were, you were the big man on campus. Right. I mean, you had it all at your fingertips. Right. I mean, there was no one bigger in Fort Worth. Right. Everybody did. I knew, I remember we did an event at Joe T's. You remember that? I remember Joe T's. Yeah, you, you yeah, remember, yeah, We did an yeah. event at Joe T's, and I remember you walking through the crowd at Joe T's, yeah. and people were just, their jaws dropped. Yeah. I mean, you were at, at the pinnacle, mm -hmm. and it slipped away from you. Mm -hmm. How do you look back on that now? Um, A learning lesson, right? Um, growth. I'm not 17, 18, 19 years old, right? Um, I've been through a lot, learned a lot, um, and I got the surrounding group of people around me to continue to motivate me and, and yeah. push me in the right direction. So, um, from past mistakes, I really just look at it like you said, like as a learning lesson. I mean, because yeah. I can't dwell on them, I can't throw myself a pity party because life is going to continue to move forward no matter what. So, I'm just trying to press forward, be positive, um, see how I can give back to, to from people to learn from what I've done or, right. or, or what not to do. So. Um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And like I said, I'm, I'm working out with a group of guys. I know we talked about it. Um, and we're just trying to motivate each and every day and just, just get better is, is where I'm at. And, and, and be a resource for young guys, Most you said, right, who, yeah. who may be going through some difficult times right. and say, been there, done that. Right. And, and I don't necessarily know 
maybe people do, maybe people don't know my story as far as me growing up. Um, everybody has a story. I'm let's, not going to say. I, I know. That, let's talk about it. Um, it, it, it. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, right? I'm not going to sit here and make excuses, but I mean, I overcame a lot of things. Not pretty much me living with my grandmother, me just really diving in with this football, and it, and it, and it kind of took off and. Once I seen, like, I had a coach come to me when I was in Pee Wee football. I was 11, 12, 13 years old. and was like, Trey, look, like, if you really want to do this, you can you can feed your family with this. And I didn't really understand it at that age. Mm -hmm. But as I got older, I started seeing it more and more and more. And then I just started dissing myself. And before you know it, it was people who was protecting me. Mm -hmm. It was like, Trey, look, let's go do this. Trey, look, let's go do that. And, and it kind of came second nature. So when I came to TCU, I was all brought in the football. But... My childhood growing up probably wouldn't be from any other different kid from growing up in the hood, right. honestly, just right. to be quite honest with you. It wouldn't be no different from one of them growing up in the hood and making it out. It's just staying out and, let, and not letting people drag you down and stuff yeah. like that. But I'm here to help people, right? I'm, I'm here to be that one to be like, look, I've been exactly where you were, exactly where you've been. I, I made it through, been through it, came down and came back up again. Yeah. So. Um, that's that's kind of why I am. I, I'm hearing a couple of things. I mean, let, let me see if I'm on the right track. Right. One, one thing I'm hearing um, is that you might have associated with some people you shouldn't have. Right. The second thing that I'm hearing is, did you miss having a father figure in your life? I did, right? And I think that goes for a lot of kids yeah. who make it, right? They don't, they don't understand that. They, I mean, people watch us on TV, right? Yeah. And they don't understand that we're real, real human beings. Sure. We go through life and we have problems just like anybody Vulnerable. else. Vulnerable. Right. And so the fact that we, we mask all that and smile and, and, and because this is what we have to do is because that's what we love to do. But me having a, not having a father figure around with those tough decisions and winning, learning to say no would have been the right time for that, him being that instilled in me. And so um, with that not having, not making any excuses, but it definitely could have helped me a lot. Would you say that football and because of your skill, mm -hmm. that people made exceptions for you, or I'm gonna use this word that people use, right. that, that they coddled you, right. that, that they took care of um, you, maybe when you needed some tougher love at times? Right. I would say yes, and that will go for anybody, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's just you. Right, it right. When, 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 when you're the star athlete on the team, you tend to get stuff washed under the rug, mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah, you can get slaps on the wrist, but mainly you, you, you really want to be direct. You want people yeah. to discipline, and, and you don't treat anybody different from others. But I definitely understand the game when it comes to that part. Oh though. yeah, yeah. I, I want to skip ahead. So you, you get to TCU, have all the success. Right. As we said, you were the big man on campus. Right. You go to the Alamo Bowl. Right. And then you made a bad decision. Exactly. Walk us through that night before the game and what you were thinking. Um, The night of the incident or the mm -hmm. night before the no, game? No, the night of the incident, excuse me. Um, that was a the night of the it. incident was just, like I said, just being young, honestly. Um, not really wanting to dwell too much on it, but I was in a place where I shouldn't have been, point blank period. Um, I mean, I knew it was wrong, can't change it, but right. um, one thing I can do is admit that I was wrong and just try to continue to move forward. But yeah. that was a, my past, you know what right. I'm saying? So now I'm, I'm at a point in life where, I've, like I said, I've learned yeah. so much just in a small time, but I've learned so much and, 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 it, and, it's, and, it's stick, and it's sticking with me and it's stuck with me 
to, for me to be able to prevail in life and even be to come here and sit here and talk exactly. to you. Exactly. Like well, I, and, and uh, what folks don't know also is we were talking about ahead yeah. of time about you coming to the game Saturday. Yeah, most definitely. And, and to me, this is this is part of the story, the redemption story. Right. Who are you coming to the game with? Bram. Bram I know, right? <laughs> He's coming with Bram Cole. Yeah, I'm coming yeah. with Bram. Yeah. Yeah. You made Bram yeah, in yeah, a yeah. roundabout way. Yeah. And, 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 uh, but you guys are still tight. You're Man, still buddies. Bram, I, I would probably have my best friend. If I was to get married, he'd be in the wedding. Yeah. Right? Bram would be there for sure. But um, what we did for each other and just off the field, right? Our relationship yeah. off the field was so much better than it was with what people seen. Like, yeah. he was, if not my best friend, and still is. So, um, shout out to him and, and, and what he did. And um, I love everything he's getting. I, I tell him every day, like, bro, like, everything you get, you deserve. Yeah, he got everything. the book. Yeah. He's got a book. Got the book. It. Got the There'll be a movie book. one day. Let's <laughs> help, baby. Uh, all right, let's dive into this. Uh, so, uh, out of TCU, go mm -hmm. to the Seahawks. Mm -hmm. I thought it was the perfect fit for you, it by was. the way. I mean, I just thought that's the system he needs to be in. Right. He's there with Russell Wilson. You, mm -hmm. got, you got Pete <laughs> Carroll. I mean, it felt like the perfect spot. Right. It was. Um, Perfect, yeah. What I wanted, maybe not, but um, because went, you wanted to play, right? And so that was my thing. I mean, when you hear little stuff like um, playing behind Russ for years, I don't know how long Russ want to play, and, I, and he's telling me, man, look, he want to play twenty years. I'm not going to sit behind him for twenty years. Right, so. Still play, and st yeah. And so, <laughs> um, but he taught me how to be competitive. He taught me how to work. He taught me how to put in the time, yeah. and and what just me just watching because he really wasn't the type of person to and. And maybe a lot of people can attest for this that come into a QB room or any room where it's a competition or anything. He's not going to tell you all. He ain't going to give you all the tricks in his bag, right? <laughs> so with that being said, it was some stuff I really learned on my own, and it was some stuff I had to watch and observe. So um, what, he, what he's doing in Denver is no different from what he did when he was in Seattle. Now, they might not be winning as many games, and it might not look the way people want it to look, but one thing I can say about him, whatever you want to say about him, is he's consistent in what he does. So. He got hurt, you got a chance. Right. And you took advantage of it. You most played well. Most definitely. You played I well. think he's seen that. Right. It was like, <laughs> it was like I had to get back on the field. Right. But, yeah, yeah. Right, most definitely. Were you ready for that, though, from a maturity standpoint? Were you ready for the NFL and that opportunity? I, I think I was, right? But I wasn't ready for the business side of things, right? Because the NFL ain't all football, right? Yeah. It's, it's politics, it's money, it's business. There's a lot of stuff that goes into play when you when you start talking about the NFL. Right. The football I was more than prepared for. I think it was the stuff that came outside of that that yeah. I probably needed a little more guidance on. Right. I, on so, the business side. On the business side of things. Th then what about also the, your personal life at that point? Right. Was What kind of shape was it in? Um, my personal life was good. My personal life was good. Me, me being young, uh, traveling, you know, just meeting new people, sure. and you know, my personal life was 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 fine. I'm brothers, sisters, everybody was fine. Everybody was, was good. Every, everything was yeah. good as far as personally. Yeah. yeah. Then you then you had another issue. Right. Uh, and that that issue cost you your job. Right. Um. There's a lot that goes into that. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a lot that led into right. that. Tell me the. Um, the redemption from that, the forgiveness, how, how have you, I'm going to say this, how have you tried to make amends for that mistake? It's hard. Um, it's, it's, it's really no, no right path or no right way to try to do it. I mean, like this university I've, I've, I've given everything to, I would love to sit there and apologize to them and just tell them how sorry I am for what I've done to leave 
whatever I did to to hurt feelings or to disappoint or whatever it was. But um, one thing I can say is it didn't hurt anybody more than it hurt me though, right? Because yeah. each and every day I was the one putting in uh, work out there on that field. Each right. and every day with my teammates, not not excluding them, but. I was out there every day, and so yeah. it, it didn't hurt anybody more than what it hurt Trey. And so when I try to get people to realize that, like, look, I'm going to continue to push forward each and every day. And my redemption story is, um, no matter what, really, no matter what goes on in life, you can always come back from it. And one thing in America too, I mean, people just love comeback stories, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. People want to see you do good, and it's, and you can't please everybody. Yeah. I, I know I'm not going to please everybody, right. and I'm not trying to. But the ones that I guess do have a heart or or, or, or believe in me and, and what I'm trying to do, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. What do, you, what do you say to those who read about the incident? Right. Who saw pictures mm -hmm. or whatever, and they, and, and they say, well, it affected her more than right. anyone. Right. I mean, what, what, what do you say to them about that, and what do you say to her and I her was just I was just really just giving my deepest apologies. I mean, what I would do was change it. I really yeah. can't say anything other than right. like, I'm sorry for what I've done and yeah. to hurt you and to put you through that right or wrong. I, I, right. I, I wish it would have came out a lot, a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, you went away for a little while. Yeah. You? 20, 30, 32 months. 32 what, was months. what was that like? Tough, right? Um, being away from my family, having a daughter, um, just talking to her on the phone, like, Man, I'm talking about it was days where I went crazy. It was days where it was tough. I mean, I don't know if you know, but I lost my mom and dad. I did. I did. Right. I did so um, I had some dark days. Mm -hmm. And so with me actually being here, even having this conversation, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm moving in the right direction. I know you are. I, 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 that's why I said it at the very right. beginning. I could see it in your face, right. man, that you're Thank moving you. in the right direction. Thank you. There had to be days when you're there for those 32 months mm -hmm. where you sat there and you said, I was playing in the NFL. Yeah. I was a starting quarterback in the NFL. I, mm -hmm. was, I was leading a team to a Peach Bowl, a Chick-fil-A Bowl, whatever right. we called it at the time. And now I'm sitting here. Right. Reality what, check. What, what is – Right. I mean, it, what, it really let me know, right? Like you, you, it goes back to the sweeping stuff under the rug for athletes, right? Yeah. Unless you go like, and I'm seeing it every day with other athletes in situations they're getting in. It's just like that invincibility you think you have because of what you do on the field. Right. You think that everything can be swept under the rug, and that's that's not necessarily the case. But once you just accountability and just move forward and just be humble, yes. right? Be humble. And, and sometimes it, it's hard. Uh, I'm sorry. Unless you've been there, it's hard not yeah. to let it get to you yeah. as much unless you keep steady people around you with the stability that you got. But it's it's hard, man. But I, I like I said, I've, I've learned a lot, bro. Like, I wouldn't, I, I would change it, but my path, and if, if I was to get back to where I got to, I, I, I wouldn't change it because I've, I've learned so much. You know, it's, um, you know, it's going to take time. Yeah. They're, they're, with some people, they're just, and some people may never forgive. Right. But I, I, I admire you for trying. Mm -hmm. I, I, I am. Uh, I I'm glad that. you're out there at it. I want to ask you about this because I knew you and Chauncey and Coleman with the FCA, yeah. your buddies. <laughs> yeah, yeah big they're time. our buddies. Too. So we love yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. They're my boys. Yeah. Man. Tell me where you are in your faith. Um, 
that doing them 32 months was like the the true test for me right mm -hmm. um being able to find God Bible study reading actually understanding what I'm reading, right? Because a lot of time when I was young, my granny was dragging me to church. Yeah, right. So my yeah. granny was dragging me to church. Yeah. But now like me diving into my faith, actually knowing what it is and 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 at first I didn't even know how to pray, brother. Like yeah. for real, I really yeah. didn't. And you'll be surprised a lot of people don't. Right. And 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 they get nervous and don't know what to say and don't know how to and I just tell people, look, just be you. Yeah. Right? Just be you and and don't try to change for nobody because I'm not gonna try to change for nobody. What I've learned is good enough. Yeah. And and I've I've repented, I've cried, I've prayed, I've I've done just about everything up under the sun you've that I could time. possibly Right. You're, I I've you're done paid. I I've done just about everything under the sun and, and I'm really just ready to to, to, to move on and just mm -hmm. prosper at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for you to do that too. Man. Appreciate it. And I, I hope we can be a part of helping that. Most Let me ask you this. Um, if you could draw up the, the next five to 10 years right. and say, this is how I'm going to impact things now in the next five to 10 years, what would that look like? Um, I would just say, I, I just want to leave a stain on people's hearts, right? Mm -hmm. I want to be whether you do have some negative stuff to say, I just want you to be that person who's like, well, he, he tried, he helped, right? He, no matter what it was or who it was with, he didn't treat anybody different from, like, I mean, if you look at the way I was raised, I was raised around people who was less fortunate and I've been around people who have more money than I can even right. imagine, right? right? And so I, I want to be that person where no matter what, I want to be that when I walk into the room, I want to give an energy where like, hey, I can talk to him, he's cool. He's, yeah. I, and that's just me, like I, I try not to change for nobody. But I just want to leave a stain on people's hearts to just genuine. Just, yeah. just, I'm going to try to uplift you. I'm going to try to build you up each and every day. I'm going to try to get the best out of you. Whether it might be, it might not be the way you want it. Right. Right. right? Because it, me being an athlete, sometimes my best getting out of you might be a little bit of trash talk. Sure. <laughs> yeah, right. so, you were good and, at that. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was. So <laughs> and that, that's just where I am. But I, I just want to leave something on people with just, just a positive impact. All right. Tell me this. Um, Career-wise, mm -hmm. what what what's next for you? Because you, I, I'm gonna be honest, with you, you look like you can still play. <laughs> I'm but, trying to. Are, are I'm you? Trying are, to, you you told to. me you're working out. I mean, yeah. is that is that something you would like? I'm to with do? a group, right? I'm with a group of guys. The head guys, a guy named Craig, right? Mm -hmm. Um, a group named Two Live, and and what we're trying to do is, I mean, we brought together guys like Dez, but we've came to a few universities. We worked out. We got college kids from from seventh graders to seven year olds all yeah. the way up. And we're and the older guys are really just there to be mentors, right? Yeah. We can put in some work with you, teach you how to work, how to train like a pro, right? Yeah. Also give you a little mentorship and and and, and what we call it really is a brotherhood is the biggest thing, right? Yeah. And and with that brotherhood comes with look, we're in a group text, bro. We're gonna get you anything you need. Uh we congratulate you, get picked up by our team and no matter like rehab, we we take care of all that. So um I'm working out 7 a.m. every morning with a group of guys. We we work out this medical center in Plano at 7 a.m. 9 a.m. We're on the field. We're throwing, and these are guys who want to get back in the league. Whether yeah. it's the NFL, USFL, XFL, they just want an opportunity to play and showcase, and, and just as well as I do. And that's why I'm out there working every day. Good, good. Let's hope it works out for man, you. Man, appreciate it. I really appreciate you taking Thank this you. time. It's good to see you, man. I was glad we did this. I'm, 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 I'm missing you, man. man. For real. You always had a you were uh, always had a magnetic personality. Yeah, you know, I we, tried we had to. some fun together. I tried to. Man. Yeah, I tried. let's do it again, man. Most definitely. All right, Trey Boyd is joining us right now. More to come on Frogs today, including our roundtable of experts. By the way, let me get your opinion. Frogs and Iowa State, who wins? 
Easy. Yeah. Easy. Come on. Man. All right. I knew that would be the case. But one thing I'm gonna say is don't yeah. don't sleep though. No, no, you can't. Don't sleep. Not on those guys. That's what I would do. That's what they're good about. I would yeah. stay there. Don't yeah. sleep. Don't yeah, sleep. I'm with you there. We got more to come after this time. Dave's Hot Chicken is a cult favorite and now has two locations in Fort Worth. Bryant Irvin Road on I-20 and Berry Street at TCU. Both owned and operated by Horned Frogs. Order the number four or number five for the tastiest lunch special under 10 bucks. Or order online at daveshotchicken.com. Texas-based Happy Water offers the best-tasting, sugar-free kids' drink ever made. Happy Water comes in four delicious flavors that you can find at local retailers and on Amazon. Each pouch contains zero grams of sugar, zero calories, and zero percent juice. Head to happydrinks.com for more information and to purchase Happy Water. That's H-A-P-I drinks.com. Live happy. Be happy. Drink happy. T-Club provides the everyday TCU fan and alum the ability to specifically support TCU student-athletes. Flying T-Club offers three levels of memberships. The Flying T-Club is a nonprofit organization supporting the brand development of TCU student-athletes through a series of unique event-based networking opportunities, which are exclusive to our members. These events provide a great social engagement tool for our members and student-athletes alike. Follow them on Instagram at Flying T-Club or online at flyingtclub.com. Say hello to the water of tomorrow, Richard's Rainwater. Richard's Rainwater is 100% rain, refreshing, renewable, and the only ingredient we use in our water. Why rain? Because everyone deserves access to clean water, and rain is a 100% renewable resource available everywhere. Drink the rain. Save the planet. Shop now at richardsrainwater.com. For exclusive interviews and content on TCU Recruits, subscribe now at frogstoday.com. Any sport, anytime. It's your source for all things TCU. Only on frogstoday.com. Frogs Today continues here on the Football Intensive Friday. Time for our expert panel to show up and figure out exactly what's going to happen on Saturday as TCU gets set to take on Iowa State tomorrow. 3 o'clock is that kickoff for that one. All right, here's the rules of the game. Can't talk unless you have the football. we got Coach David Bowden with us. we got Jamie Plunkett from Frogs Today and frogstoday.com alongside. We decided just to go with these two guys because they gave us such good insight last week. And it's Thanksgiving and everybody else is gone. All right, so here's what we got. We got let's start with Iowa State. All right, Cyclones come to town. They've kind of had the Frogs number over the last several years, mainly because of their defense, which has really revolutionized how folks play defense in the Big 12, Coach Bowden. It has, and TCU is really familiar with this defense, of course, as a 3-3-5 stack that really started back with Joe Lee Dunn as a defensive coordinator back in Memphis. They played a big game against USC, when USC was at the top of their game, they won that game 21 to 10, had no business winning. Jolie Dunn went on to Mississippi State and ran that defense against some offenses when the spread was prevalent. Now, Iowa State took that version. Defensive coordinator John Heacock has been with Matt Campbell for a long time. He used to be the head coach at Youngstown State. He's been with him from Toledo, and of course now here at Iowa State. He's taken that 3-3-5 and adapted it to today's Big 12, which consists of a lot of tight ends, everything from 11, 12, even 13 personnel, which you also see at that Iowa State offense. And also, you'll see from TCU's defense doing the same thing. So it's come a long way. This 3-3-5 through the Big 12 
It really started with Iowa State. Hang on, no, I want that football. I want you to stay here. I was pointing at Jamie because you know how you know how Coach Bowden loves dropping those coaches, old, yeah, those does. old coach names. You know, let's go back. Let's let's take this. Let's take it back even past Memphis. Before that, Joe Lee Dunn, he he drew it up for that game at Memphis, right? Wow. Then from there, who took it and ran with it? Rocky Long at New Mexico, yep. right? Yep. It was All right. That. Yeah, he went to San Diego State. Went to San Diego State. Wow. All right, Rocky Long at New Mexico to Joe Lee Dunn before he was at Memphis. Right. Was the defensive coordinator where? Uh, you, you got me. New Stop Mexico. Me. New Mexico. Ba- back right. in yeah, the day. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Rocky Long, back in the day, was a quarterback where? Help me out. New Mexico. Okay. The college football <laughs> world started at New Mexico, apparently. No, yeah, that's, that's what it is. And, then they, and, then, and now look at it. Right. Yeah. right. But, no, it's interesting how yeah. all that kind of works together. Right. And families sort of – I mean, Rocky Long is a guy who learned – you know, watches Joe Lee Dunn. Hey, he's a former New Mexico assistant. Sure. i got to see what he's doing. He adapts it. Now that three three five continues to sort of morph over the years, right? right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. A- including the Horn Frogs. Now. That's right. Running, a, That's running. Right. A por- and the Big Twelve changed, right? Of course. Now it's it's not no longer the spread. These tight ends, right? So his defense has adapted to fit running against those tight ends. And, and, and oh, by the way, and I, I don't mean to, the other thing is you. It, it's people said, oh, it's to to stop the pass, but it also is effective against the run, too, right? Absolutely. It's, of those, it's multifaceted that way, yep. right? Yeah, they play guys off the ball and then, you know, they have a full sprint to the line of scrimmage and they're showing up with a purpose. Yeah. Do you remember what Joe Lee Dunn called his defenses back then? No, you have to help me out. You're a little bit older than I am. Yeah, so. right. The fire ants. Because oh, right. they'd all get to the football. There you go. Right? Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah, this defense is similar. All right, all right. thank you. See, that was good stuff, wasn't it? You don't get that anywhere else, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. All right. let's talk about Iowa State's offense now. All right, Jamie, dive into this one because this is a group that lost a ton of players from last year. Mm-hmm. They've struggled to score points this year. They, they really have. No Brock Purdy, no Brees Hall, no Charlie Kohler will do that to you when you lose that much offensive production, but they still got Xavier Hutchinson. You got to pay attention to this guy. He's a big receiver. Like Coach Bowden and I talked about on Facing the Frogs earlier this week, sometimes he's the only receiver on the field. He's got over 100 receptions this year, over 1,100 receiving yards. He's going to be someone that TCU desperately has to pay attention to. And in the backfield, too, you've got a young quarterback in Hunter Deckers who's very clearly still developing, but he can sling the ball. He can move in the pocket. He can do all of those things you want to see a young quarterback do. And they've got a couple running backs who have been banged up lately but are still pretty capable of running the football. Look, this is an offense that has not produced well this year, but it's also not a team you want to sleep on because we've seen Iowa State teams in the past rise up and upset top teams. All right, we'll talk about their schedule in just a minute too, by the way. Uh, first, though, I want to talk about TCU. Going for win number 12 on the year. It's senior day. Trying to finish strong now are, are the Horn Frogs. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on this group uh, heading into this game. Yeah, there is. And, and, you know, this is now 10 consecutive weeks of football for the Frogs. They, they started, you know, had that early bye week. It's going to be 11 consecutive weeks if you can include the Big 12 championship. And that takes a toll on a team. However, TCU has found a way to win. I know that's the cliche, but really when you look at it, it's a different style from week to week. You know, they were blowing teams out, throwing it through the air, big chunk plays. Then they showed up against Texas. They had a grind one out in a defensive battle. They obviously, you know, had the game winner last week against Baylor. So this is a football team that's just going to grit it out, find a way to finish this thing strong. Because right now, you know, like any team this time of year, they're beat up, but especially one that's been on this kind of stretch against, you know, a top competition in the Big 12. Pretty amazing, the schedule that they've had to go through. Speaking of schedules, by the way, uh, Iowa State schedule may actually help TCUs somehow, some way. 
You're going to explain this to me, huh? you got to go back a long way to the early part of the year to do this because you say they still got a little something to play for that I didn't know about. They do still have something to play for. If you look right now at the bowl-eligible teams across college football, they're six short, uh, which means that there are six open spots for bowl teams if not enough teams get to that six-win marker to qualify, which means that bowls are going to start dipping into teams that are five and seven. And they do that based on your academic rankings as a football program. And right now, even though they're sitting at four and seven, Iowa State's got the number two APR in the country right behind Rice for all of those teams that are not bowl eligible yet, which means that if they beat TCU on Saturday, they get to five and seven, and there's potential for a bowl invitation for the Cyclones. So they've still got a lot to play for. This is not a team TCU should take lightly anyways, and they should be going back to the very beginning of the year when they watched this Iowa State Cyclones team beat Iowa, who's going to be playing in the Big Ten Championship this season as well. So this is a team that TCU should not take lightly at Fro all. Frogs need to win because <clears> – <throat> I, we need to get five and seven Army in a bowl before we need to get Iowa State in a bowl, right? Sure. Are we all in, agree, in agreement Absolutely. there? <laughs> all right, let's get some predictions now. Uh, let's do uh, Coach Bowden first here and see what he thinks about the uh, Frogs and the Iowa State Cyclones coming in on Saturday. Yeah, you know, I mentioned the, the stretch they've been on, and they've had to win some close ones. I think this one they get back on track. Got a couple guys banged up last week that will be back involved in Quentin Johnson. You'll see a healthy Quentin Johnson. Kendra Miller looks like he's ready to roll and get back to the Kendra Miller that we've seen all year long. And so I, I think it, this is a game that they bounce back in terms of just have a little more comfortable lead in the first half and then finally finish this thing. I'm going big, 38-10 to 10 Frogs. Woohoo! 38-10, finally. A little play action. Here we go. Take off. The, uh, um, I think that uh, right now let's find out what Coach uh, – well, Coach Bowden, if he's on his, you know, meds or not, let's see. <laughs> let's see what you got for us here, Jay. Look, Iowa State. We can talk about how how bad their offense has been all year, but as Coach Bowden pointed out earlier, their defense is really good. And I think that uh, the big thing about a team that's on the road is that defense travels with you. We saw that with TCU when they traveled down to Austin and held them to three offensive points. We saw that in the second half against Baylor last week with the Horn Frogs. And Iowa State's going to bring a defense that travels. They almost beat Texas down in Austin purely off of defense. And so I think that this is going to be more of a defensive struggle. Yes, the Frogs are going to be getting a couple guys back, but also how much do you want those guys to play in preparation for a Big 12 championship? Uh, give me TCU 24, Iowa State 13. Ooh, all right. A couple of things I think figure into this. TCU's defense was upset with the way they played against Baylor. Gave up too many yards. They, did, they didn't like that. I, I think that Sonny Dykes wants to make sure he leaves no doubt as far as the playoff is concerned. Uh, and, and he saw what happened before to the Horned Frogs. Third thing is a lot of talk about Max Duggan in New York and whether or not you can get him. He needs a Heisman moment. Wouldn't that be great this time of year? How about 41-7 to Frogs? Frogs see this defense every week. Similar, right? So I think this offense is going to be prepared for it. I like 41-7 Horned Frogs uh, as they take on Iowa State on Saturday at 3 o'clock. Thanks for joining us here today for our conversation earlier with Trevon Boykin here in our Flying Tea Club studios and for our panel of experts, Jamie Plunkett and for Coach David Bowden. Don't forget, we want to encourage you, as always, to like, subscribe, comment, and share, all right? Uh, we want you to subscribe to frogstoday.com and to our YouTube channel as well to learn everything you need to know about the Horn Frogs. We're thankful for you uh, who are part of our Frogs Today family and all of our staff here. Thank you for joining us here. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you Saturday at 8 o'clock.
Roxo Media House. Are you supposed to be here? Try pulling it harder. Let me in. Harder. Give me one second. Brian. Can you let me in? What's the door code? Five. Did that work? No? Try 21. Come on. Brian. Someone's here to see you. 